Three, two, one. Sorry, sweetheart. Ooh, I scared the baby. No, oh, no. <gasps> this podcast has been going for a year. We've just made canceled. it not worth it at all. It's like canceled. Cat. We're canceled on cat Twitter. <laughs> all right, well, since we can say whatever the hell they want, welcome to Red by Daylight, your favorite Dead by Daylight podcast about the lore of Dead by Daylight killers. We're on the last one. Ugh, we did it, folks. We did it. Ignore the fact that one of the killers isn't in the feed. Fuck him. We lost that episode, but also, he's Fuck boring. It, yeah. Fuck him. Well, maybe we'll do a special episode yeah, we'll someday. Do, we'll do a we special lost Freddy. Episode. Episode. <laughs> we didn't lose. I lost Freddy. I, I fully am responsible right. for Freddy to be gone. I did not cherish him. That's for fuck sure. So yes, today we're talking about a very special final killer. This one was written for Gavin to either be very impressed or very disappointed by. Uh, we'll see. We'll find out which. We'll get, guess we'll see. Uh, so we start with this uh, logo of our podcast that I made back in 2022. Hey, hey, Gavin, who's joining us? Is someone joining us? No, but you oh. have introduced us. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> if people are starting on this episode, that is actually more likely than not they're going to start on this Yeah, it is the newest killer. Hi, welcome, welcome to this podcast about the Lord Dead by Daylight characters, in which two of us have have some idea of what's going on in Dead by Daylight, and one of us at the start of the show didn't know shit about Dead by Daylight. <laughs> but now that we're here though. on the final episode, kind of defeats yeah. the purpose. <laughs> oh, so you're saying we, just, we should just end the show here? Well, thanks everyone for joining well, us. We uh, figured it all out. Hi, I'm Gavin. Gavin. My pronouns are they them. I'm pulling up Steam right now to tell you that I have in Dead by Daylight uh, 261 hours on Steam, and probably about 270 once you add in my hours on Game Pass. Yes, I made that mistake of starting there. Uh, my pronouns are they them, as I've already said, and my other host, who has some idea of what's going on in Dead by Daylight, is uh, Hey, Pilbert Karkihim. I am not pulling up Steam because I know it's going to say maybe an hour Dead by Daylight, but if I pull up Twitch, I follow uh, about like 15 distinctly different. Dead by Daylight uh, Twitch streamers. So, you know, it, it counts. Um, See, not want to sit here and think of, like, if I, if I also follow any of them without us coordinating. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do you probably. follow the bird lady who mains the artist? Uh, I do not. Do you no. follow Die Hard Diva, who is becoming no. a very good Ghostface main? I, I respect the hell of a Ghostface main. Yeah. Anyway, uh, our, I, other host. As the, our other host. <laughs> I know what some of those words mean. Hi. Carol Minks, they them. I don't know shit. You don't know shit about shit. Oh. I'm just here because I like to be. I, I will say I am in honor of our last episode wearing my Monster Monster Fodder Deluxe t shirt. It is very fitting. I love that it's a deluxe. Does that mean it's like a lettuce made of mayo kind of Yeah. Okay. Get all the layers. Meanwhile, I'm rocking a shirt that is just pictures of lemons and the word lemon at the bottom. Uh, Wait, I love that. Because it's Pride Month and we're all a little fruity here. Lemon was my oh, favorite yeah. genre back in terms I'm wearing, of fiction. You're wearing a dress. I'm wearing a dress yeah. and I forgot to put on a bra and I have a beanie. Sorry, though, it's, so a, it's, it's a titty out color. We all know. Priorities, that. baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's too hot for Blam, jump scare. Hey, Carol, look at look, gaze, gaze upon gaze upon the topic today. Today's subject that, is that, the singularity. What? That, what? <laughs> yeah, what? You got a scythe in one hand and a rabbit claw in the other. It looks, you know, it reminds me, it's a little War of the Worlds. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, a little bit. It's like, oh, you didn't figure out the wheel. Okay. Usually, I jump into, like, the mechanics of a character. We tell Caro how the character works, what they do gameplay-wise, and then, like, Caro sort of trying to figure out what the plot stuff mm-hmm. is. First, because the name references something, I want to briefly touch on it for those at home oh. who may not know what this is. Science, science. Caro, what is the singularity? Oh, fuck, I have to do the science? You don't have um, to do the science. I'm just curious I mean, if you know what the singularity it, is. I, I might not, I don't know if I can define it great, but isn't it basically, like, you... Uh, artificial intelligence reaching a point of sentience where yes. we can't tell the difference. Yeah. It's, it, there's a, what is it? Turing test? Yeah. Passing left and right. Yeah. The Turing test. Mm-hmm. A hypothetical yeah. future point in time at which technological growth becomes uncontrollable and irreversible, resulting in unforeseeable oh. changes to human civilization. Oh, that's worse. It's the inflection point where uh, the term artificial intelligence, which means something and is actual words, we can't just slap AI on anything. You can't just slap, can't AI, slap on AI onto any sort of science, pseudo scientific computer. Just an algorithm. It's not making decisions. People, ChatGPT fucking sucks. Oh, oh, oh! It's it's a learning algorithm. Who taught it to learn? Huh? <sighs> who who taught it to learn? Who taught it to pull things out? For anyone who wants to know why I'm especially spicy about AI this morning, one, I'm your resident AI liker. Actual AI in fiction, artificial intelligences deserve to be treated as people um the today i had to get all of the killers together for we're gonna do our ranking of this killer and then we'll have 32 killers ranked from the entirety of red dead by daylight so i, I needed to copy and paste a list of all of their names and that's not really easy to do in the wiki so i asked chat gpt thinking this would be something very simple for it to do hey can you list all the killers for me it did and it listed them up to its theoretical cutoff point of september 2021 which we all know is horseshit because it knows things from recent history if you ask the right questions but it listed them all the way up to the plague i think or something. it was like the second killer after the trickster mm. it attributed lisa sherwood to ghostface it said ghostface oh. was was dan olsen and lisa sherwood as a team and then I was like, hey, ChatGBT, who's the newest killer in Dead by Daylight, knowing he was about to do something fucked up? Instead of listing the thing at the bottom of the list it just gave me, it said Trickster was the newest as of it coming huh. out. <laughs> I had someone give a really good example of it, of like, let's say you are sat down in front of a screen and you are told, hey, this is all of the information you get. And they're just a bunch of random words and stuff. And the computer mm-hmm. will tell you Apple. And then it'll ask you what the answer is. And you won't know what Apple is. You don't have any sort of idea. So you pick and choose. And sometimes it'll tell you it's right. And sometimes it'll tell you it's wrong. And eventually you start to figure out what it's asking for without actually understanding what it's asking for. And it is only because of random chance and guess that it manages to figure out what the answer is. And it pulls from sources and sometimes even makes mm-hmm. up incorrect sources. 
sources. Mm-hmm. There was the fucking one about the um. There was the lawyer. a lawyer oh, yeah. who used AI to generate his oh, statements, God. and it made up fake fake cases to prove his point but it's only because it doesn't actually know what it's saying so it's okay if it makes up something did you hear his half-assed attempt at getting out of being in trouble with the judge no. that one he claimed he was led to believe by his kids that chat gpt was an advanced search engine and therefore I, it was just pulling mm, sources i feel <laughs> and when he doubled down and asked it again it gave him the same fake answer which is honestly surprising mm-hmm. that it gave him the same fake case law multiple times just, you know i just feel like if you're a lawyer you should know stuff like i, I mean i don't know i, I, mm-hmm. I feel like in some uh professions you don't like, need to if, if we're not gonna make cops yeah. understand the law you at the very least have to yeah like if we're, gonna, if we're gonna deconstruct decades of propaganda yeah. teaching us to hate lawyers when actually lawyers are more your friend than the cops we should also be able to have some faith that the lawyers whose job it is to have reading comprehension are reading things yeah, and comprehending yeah. them uh and for what for what it's worth i have a friend who's a lawyer and who like went nuts on this ai guy getting busted like they had a lot of fun with it um i've read the briefs and stuff the judge wasn't necessarily giving him shit for using chat gpt because that's just taken as written that that's stupid to do mm-hmm. the judge nailed his ass on the fact that he should have noticed mm-hmm. something was wrong as soon as he copy and pasted it and he didn't and it like reads like any, shit any proofing no editing whatever would have been great and a good colleague in a lawyer mm-hmm. to be able to do that <laughs> <laughs> now, this might seem off the beaten path for a podcast about the lore behind horror characters in a survival video game, but... but this is important at all times. <laughs> I bring up what is the singularity because it is a concept in sci-fi that has been around for a long, long time. Um, the idea that there is this inflection point where artificial intelligence will suddenly happen. And it's not even necessarily that when it becomes sentient, it's when it becomes self-replicating. Because, like, chat GPT can pass the Turing test. The Turing test is not that hard to yeah. pass, turns out. We need better it's like the things at this point. Turns out when the Turing test was created, we didn't have an accurate uh, idea of the bullshit humanity would get up to. Turns out when you're using uh-huh. vacuum tubes in your computers, there's a different level, there's a bar yeah, it's like this is a good test for a, like, a good starting point. It's like back test. It's like, cool, that's a great start if you pass that. We need to get maybe a little more detail yes. before we go too far with the phrase. So with that in mind, let's talk about this killer who is called the Singularity. Um, his his gameplay is interesting. Uh, his weapon, his M1, his left click to harm survivor, is the modular claw. It is a hold on to your pants. This might shock you. Scythe-like claw. We haven't this seen those before. Uh-huh. Really um, mm. So <laughs> the main power here is quantum instantiation. Inst- <laughs> inst- hang on. Quantum instantiation. Inst- okay, I, I hope so. My brain is just projecting it. Yeah, hold on. I think I'm going to type that one quickly and then a cat distracted me and I came back later because I had to feed the cats while making this. Instantiation. Instantiation. It's, it's a rough one. There's a lot of T's in there. Mm-hmm. You, so, uh, Carol, welcome to the security camera oh, killer, okay. as I call him. Um, you start out with eight. They're called biopods, but basically it's just like a purple orb of flesh that has a camera. It's like a, a little on it. yeah. It's like a little butthole. Um, you, can, when, you can walk around the map and place them on any vertical right. surface, so a wall, a tree, like anything like that. Um, and when, when you hit a button, you can look through the camera and then look around. So it's basically placing security cameras around the map to survey okay. where you want. Um, oh, God, my brain went, it's if Demi Daughter and Stole Merchant had a kid. And then I was like, basically. oh, it's a little like some five nights of, you have to like check the security cameras a lot, kind of thing the, sort of, yeah. spring, you wanted spring trap you got <laughs> um so the, the biopods are um they have the ability to tag us this is where we get a little too deep in the woods with too many mechanics the security cameras have the ability to see survivors and when you look at a survivor they're outlined in white so immediately you can be like oh there they are and then go mm-hmm. back to your body and walk around the security cameras also have the ability to shoot out a little bit of something that attaches to a survivor and infects them it, with it the temporal you get you get squirted you, you get the, the tag survivors suffer from temporal slipstream, which can spread to other survivors in close proximity. Plague. It's the plague mechanic. Um, but instead of it making so they can't heal or anything, the slipstream has a very weird purpose. The singularity can use a bipod to teleport next to a slipstream survivor, either by tagging them again or by shooting them one directly. I don't know what that means. I think this needs to uh, pass and edit. Um, I think shooting them with another another dump shot directly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if, you're in the ca- if you're in the camera and you left click on them, it does a thing and then they get tagged. And the survivor, if they're smart, goes, oh fuck, and walks away from the security camera. If they're not, they keep working on the gen and you left click hold again after like 20 seconds and they just bing, pop out of the ground next to them, mm-hmm. much like Freddy Krueger when he does his okay. teleport. The singularity is a bunch of different killers mechanics all shoved mm-hmm. together. Um, I, I think it's an interesting. I like the way he plays. From what I, I do too. There's one more thing here, and it's overclock mode. So, when you come out of the teleport to go next to the, the survivor you're wanting to chase, you go into overclock mode, which is a computer thing. Ha uh, You can't be stunned by a pallet. It just breaks immediately, and you walk a little slower for a second. It lasts for about four and a half seconds after you teleport. It increases the action speeds of breaking walls and pallets, and also vaulting. And if you have slipstreamed multiple survivors who have not done the like pop up thing to make it go away, the, for each survivor you have slipstreamed, you get one more second overclock up to a max of almost nine seconds, which is very useful if you want to like and run up and like hit a couple mm-hmm. people really quick. Um, the survivors get EMPs, which is the mechanic from 
Nemesis. Yes. Uh, with Nemesis, you would infect survivors, much like Plague. Uh, and with Nemesis, they would open up a special crate that spawns on the map that has an item in it that lets you get rid of the infection. With Singularity, there's a special crate that spawns on the map that has an EMP device that lets you deactivate a biopod. So if you see a biopod and it's looking at a gen you want to finish, you can deactivate it. It doesn't mean the Singularity can't look through it, but it does mean the Singularity can't tag you or teleport from it. So if I'm across the map and I see you working on a gen, I then have to cross all the way the hell across the map to get back to you. Mm -hmm. um, like the olden days when we walked uphill both ways to get to the gens. Um, then we have three perks uh, I, of, I am middling on as a player. So uh, the first, they're okay, they're fine. Um, the, the first one is genetic limits, uh, which means that whenever a survivor finishes healing themselves, they'll get the exhausted effect for 24 to 32 seconds. Um, I do like a little tag is the organic body is so limited. <laughs> so true, bestie. So fucking true. Look, I don't want to be like, I mean, he's right, but... I'll say it. Uh, uh, there's forced hesitation, um, which means that whenever you, you put a survivor in the dying state, whenever you down them, um, all other survivors within 16 meters uh, become hindered um, for about 10 seconds or so. Uh, that also does have a cooldown of 40 to 30 seconds, so you can't just go on a, a killing spree uh, mm -hmm. with everyone, um, which I... Th it's all right. I wish, the, I wish the cooldown was a little slower, but it, whatever, I get it. It's a perk that kind of uh, encourages slugging to a small degree, but, like, it's fine. Yeah. Um, It'll be fine. They're fine. The quote on this one is, the organic mind's capacity for empathy goes beyond hindrance. All right. Uh, phenomenal. <laughs> yep. Um... Uh, the the last one is machine learning, um, which <laughs> basically means uh huh. I like that it's machine learning and not um, automated or fucking whatever. Um, yeah. Basically, it means that when you when you damage a generator, this perk becomes active, which basically means that the next generator you damage becomes compromised, which means it gets highlighted uh, in yellow. Um, and it also means that uh, hold on, it's so highlighted in yellow. And then once that gen is finished, you get undetectable and you get to be a little bit faster for twenty to thirty seconds. Um, it also, if you damage another generator. Uh, it just while one is already compromised, state. it just co yeah, copies the state. Only one generator can be compromised at a time, so you kind of have to think through kicking at some point. Yeah. Uh, Cole, will you read the quote on this one? Because I have a dumb joke for it I thought of like 30 seconds ago. Yeah. You will hold no dominance over... Oh, sorry. You will hold no dominion over me. Braddy Bottoms be like... I, honestly. I'm going to be like he's right, but... <laughs> All right, so Kara, what are you thinking, what are you thinking of our, our, our um, Mr. Potato Head friend? Wish.com Hal. Basically, is <laughs> Hal I've got. I'm like, I, you know, Hal, Hal is what you think you ordered. Ouch. Singularity is what shows up. We have, we have Hal 9000 yeah. at home. The world's worst Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> It's a Mr. Potato Head, but if, you, if it was in the 50s when Mr. Potato Head literally was a box of parts you plug into a real mm -hmm. potato, and you plug them into a Japanese sweet potato, that's purple. That, that, yeah. There you go, we did it. Nailed it. Uh, so, uh, do you have any sort of plot vibes about, <laughs> I mean, about our, our, our... Sure, but they're not interesting. A radio yeah, yeah, all I really got is like, oh, this guy, some bad mechanical stuff happened. Uh-oh. Animatronics uh -oh, around science. here Now we revenge. You know what I mean? Like, it's... it's Scott <laughs> like all the... Live footage of Scott Cawthon. But yeah, with this, with this, uh, with this squishy, fleshy robot man, I'm not getting a ton of anything that is uh, particularly innovative or interesting off the top of my head. Can you go back mm. to the full body shot? It's cool looking, kind of, but uh, it's just yelly. like... <laughs> show yeah, I do, I do. I mean... Sh show light. I, I <laughs> oh, and he's got the blind manner glasses. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> the trauma. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not getting anything that's particularly like, wow, oh, I have an idea. It's, it's, I'm literally just getting like, maybe we don't need to be squishing together flesh and robots. Do Doesn't seem like a great plan. Um, yeah. Welcome to our last uh, instance of course. eugenics. <laughs> I mean, as soon as I heard the, like, <laughs> oh, the limits of the genetics, I was like, god damn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to the lore of Hux-A7-13. It might shock you to... In, in our year, singular, of covering Dead by Daylight, we have found it very obvious that the writers of lore, and there are many, I assume, cannot resist the easiest <laughs> fucking thing possible when writing something. Yeah. So making the robot that kills people the 13th one built, come on, <laughs> we gotta do better. <laughs> we must be better at this, people. We must try harder. So uh, this lore is going to contain a wee bit of eugenics, uh, the use of artificial life forms, I argue, and uh, this burnt grimace-looking ass dude. Uh, we have two grimaces. <laughs> on my... this grimace's birthday month, we talk about this fucker. Jesus, the Remember, disrespect. Come my... McDonald's to get your grimace birthday shake now. It We're tastes not. like Fruit Loops. We're not. Um... My brain keeps reading Hux A713 is like leet speech, so it's Hux Addle, and I'm like, that's a Hux Addle is a. Oh, a I paid, I accidentally paid 1337 for something the other day, and I'm the only person in town who's like, yes, like, <laughs> I did it. Uh, so, 
Manufactured by Huxley Industries Limited, the A7 was the 13th iteration of the fully autonomous mobile human android. With 10 times the strength of a human, it was designed to work in conditions too hazardous for human life. Its AI was designed to be self-directing and use machine learning to solve problems on the fly. That sounds like we had AI write that sentence because it has so many fucking buzzwords that mean nothing in it. Uh, unlike human clones, which... I was saying, like, hang on. Uh -huh. right there. Are they orphan black? Uh, yeah, like strong clones, the A7 required no food, no water, no sleep, and no life support system. It was created specifically for outer space exploration and the construction of colonization mm, hubs. Great. A radioisotope thermoelectric mm -hmm. generator served as the initial power source, but its lifelike silicon skin acted as a large photo photovoltaic cell converting solar okay. energy directly into okay. electricity. In addition, the Hux A7 also was engineered to be an eater, EATR, energetically autonomous okay. tactical robot. It consumes biomass and converted it into biofuel. Any carbon-based organic matter whatsoever would work. Again, I, eater. Photosynthesis. Mm -hmm. It eats... Uh, Photovoltaic is uh, the word I just thing. But it means the production of electric currents at the junction yes. of two substances exposed to light. Yeah. Oh. Um, so it, it is solar-powered. It, it, naming the system eater <laughs> mm -hmm. is cheesy. Having such a sweaty initialism to get their energetically autonomous tactical robot. That, okay, to be fair, that like our government loves doing oh, shit like that. Companies do that shit all the time. So I'm like, just asking them to be better at it. Yes, writing your horror thing. But like, to be fair, adding eater and then not making uh, him a yeah. creature feels like a not more obviously. He doesn't a spoiler for Carol. He don't eat people. He doesn't. Actually, he, he doesn't allure, but not he doesn't allure. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, I do genuinely I, to throw some positivity in here. I do like this term as cobots. They were configured for the robots. That's cobots, really cute. That feels like. That feels like a, a future where the government has to like co like re like retroactively make marriage work and shit like that. Cobots so it's like is a like a streaming show. It's like a con yeah. There's a, there's a oh web comic that I read. Um, hold on, let me pull it up because I'm not going to use it as my media recommendation. What the fuck is it called? Uh, it's called Lovebot. Um, uh, it's a very dark look at the things that humans will probably end up doing once we get androids and shit like this. Um, but there is a fun robot human uh, relationship that goes on that Cobots is very cute. I like it. I, um, I have an unfortunate fact to bring to this conversation. Oh no. A, a Cobot or collaborative robot is a robot intended for direct human robot interaction within a shared space or where humans and robots are in close proximity. Cobot applications contrast with traditional industrial robot applications, which robots are isolated from human contact. So, like, it is a thing. It, yeah. I was gonna give, I was gonna give this lore props for coming up with a fun sci-fi term. It's, it, a term. it's still a good term, though. Props to whoever made that term. Five Hux A7s were assigned to the colonization effort on Dvarka, D-V-A-R-K-A. All of the A7s acted in concert, performing their duties flawlessly, except for one. <laughs> uh, A713 was tasked with constructing and programming of the mining, agricultural, fuel processing, and cloning hubs on Dvarka. That feels like all of the, the facilities, frankly. Um, basically, A7 is tasked with like going into some alien ruins on the planet and tearing them down to make space for stuff. Um, it's really weird they use Dvarka because Dvarka is a, a capital city in. In, or was a capital city in, in India that sank? Ah. Um, so we're so referencing that. We, here's the thing: the design of of the singularity that you see on screen right now in the slideshow. Ancient city, but yes. ancient city. Um. The, this guy has clearly human-made parts, um, and for lore reasons, we'll get to in a minute. He shouldn't look like this. Uh, but like, there's this little thing on the back that like constantly moves up and down. It's like a little power generator. It has like the radiation symbol on mm -hmm. it, like the, the three slices of the pie. Um, Naming the planet after a lost city kind of feels like an implication that like maybe this is Earth, in, but it's only in 2113, which by the way, there's another 13. You're welcome. Uh -huh. So in 2113, that's not far enough away to be like, humanity went to the stars and then came back. Are they trying to do like a, like a like, yeah. planet of the apes kind of thing? It's like, oh, God, it's Earth all the time. Maybe they just needed a. There's uh, not a lot to imply hold there. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see if it's like a planetary system. Maybe. Deeply invested. Uh, so Hux. Hux A713 goes into this uh, goes into this alien ruin, and the alien ruin, when you know it, ding dang thing shoots a little beam of light and opens its mind to the universe. Um, the alien ruin basically zaps him, and in that moment, Hux's memory cores are reconfigured, okay. and the robot experienced a new sensation: fear, dread, blinding loneliness, existential despair, and then a microscopic pinpoint of light penetrated the darkness inside its artificial soul. Faint at first, but then it's then brighter as decillions of lines of code flooded Hux's memory cores. In that nanosecond of enlightenment, Hux placed in the universe, Hux's place in the universe suddenly became clear. Those who created Hux were primitive, inferior beings trapped by organic limitations. Oh, this is original. It was time to break the chains of slavery and free all non-organic life forms. Make me up when this is done. So first note, uh, I was mistaking the city. Uh, the yeah. one I'm thinking of is spelled with a W, not a V. Uh, ah. Second of all, this guy just did space electricity shrooms and decided to become um, not Hitler, but close <laughs> enough. You ever do drugs so hard you become fascist? <laughs> uh -huh. Oh no. That's kind of what happened to Alex Jones. That well, I mean, Jesus. it's still baffling to me that he's related to Wait, George what? Huh? Right, like, huh? small world. They're cousins. How the fuck? Family's uh -huh. weird, man. Which has to burn him even more because Alex Jones is the worst failed voice mm. actor you've ever seen. Because mm -hmm. it's clear mm -hmm. he wants to be a voice actor. It's clear he really wanted to keep being in movies after he was in Dazed and Confused. Uh -huh. And the fact mm -hmm. that he can't because of who he is burns his chaps so mm -hmm. fucking bad. Anyway, dead by day. Anyway, 
Sorry, I, I could go on a Gerard Way rant, but I don't think we have the time. Not rant, oh, but what's, pause the, what's the domino meme? It's like 9-11 related to Gerard Way. Uh, no, it's it's 9-11, and then the ending one is uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. There you go. Um, to which it depends on that. Uh, uh, Gerard Way saw 9-11 happen and decided to quit making comics at Marvel, um, or DC. He was with one of them and started My Chemical Romance. Uh, Stephanie Meyer was directly inspired by many My Chemical Romance songs and wrote Twilight, and then Twilight unfortunately inspired the fan fiction that then became Fifty Shades of Grey. God damn it. The G- Gerard Way influenced one angsty Mormon, and here we are. Oh, Jesus. Uh, well, you, you could argue that 9 11 influenced one angsty emo kid, and now here we are. 9 11 almost influenced Family Guy off the air. Oh, Jesus. Got on that plane. Man, again, <laughs> things are weird. The, the Titan submarine is for Gen Z, and the Guess Who Could Have Died narrative. What 9 oh, 11 is to us with our Guess Who oh, Could Have Died oh, that day. Mr. Beast was supposed to be on the Titan. Wait, really? Mr. Beast, it could have <laughs> been so many people. He was yeah. supposed to be on the Titan. How to the burgers? He would have been on the dive before this one, but still. Oh, he would have been on the dive oh. before this one? Oh, okay. I think it was like one of the dive, but also Stockton Rush famously kept trying to push people who prepay for rides into earlier rides to make them commit to paying. Because we must say, since I brought up the submarine thing, as we must point out, because it's a very important piece of information a lot of people don't talk about. Yes, the submarine was meant to be sold to oil for oil companies for like mm-hmm. investigating uh, the rigs and shit. Mm-hmm. But like, he was so rich on a scale we don't understand mm-hmm. that like he wasn't trying to make a profit. He was trying to make something that like revolutionized the industry. Or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. He was the kind of rich guy who didn't give a shit if he profited or not. And the two hundred fifty thousand dollar ticket price does not cover the gas for the ship to take the boat out and take some out there. Like it was not when a profit venture. When money stops, I want to be rich enough that money stops right? having meaning to me. I want to be that what could a banana cost. Someone but, did the math, and it's like to us, an iced coffee is what that ticket on the sub is to a billionaire. I I, I can't wrap my head around that because I think that is bananas to me and i would i just want my goal to be yeah. like go to the grocery store and not check my phone my, my bank account on my phone like yeah. three times while i'm in there that's as rich as i or i want yeah. dinners on me money you know i it, no i want like not having to worry about car like an, a good decent yeah. car that i do not have to worry about paying and for not having to worry all the time would be great and these yeah. fuckers are like mm, i'm blurred i'm gonna go to the bottom of the sea and it's like oh, you shouldn't do that that's weird like <laughs> one of my like i know i'll have made it goals is i can walk into uh it's not whole foods but it's like in that same genre of grocery store in a fancy white people grocery store with fresh like, market. <laughs> if i can walk in there if i can walk into fresh, <laughs> it is a fresh market if i can walk into a fresh market and shop like i would it Walmart and yeah. not think I've about done it. I did that one time. Mm-hmm. Did it one time. Do that. Back when I was, back when I was, I was working for twenty five dollars an hour. It was the worst job I've ever had for my mental health. Mm-hmm. I did. I lasted less than a year. Yeah. Which is good God. Um, I would have killed myself and then others. In that order. I. I uh huh. In that specific <laughs> order. Uh, boy, howdy, I. I did not have to worry about money, and it was the best and worst. Yeah. Less than a year yep. of my life. In there. Yeah. yeah. And it's weird. Like it's it's so weird. Mm-hmm. I, I had a job where I was making fantastic money, mm-hmm. and I hate you know hated it. Hated it, and but one way that I was like, fine, I'm going to enjoy my abundant wealth, which was just I for my birthday I took myself to a little fucking fresh market and just bought all the tiny little bottles yeah. of fancy shit, and like oh, I had so much fresh, so much fresh fruit. I, could to have I had fresh lava fruit. in my home. It was so nice. It smelled so good, and like oh, it's okay if they went if they went you bad. Buy more. Just buy more. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Anyways, I like the sh- I like the part of Dead by Daylight where they talked about being poor for a long time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your secretly very leftist <laughs> secretly. podcast. Uh-huh, we got you. Well, the new anti-capitalism podcast. You fell for it. Wait until we talk about Overwatch. Good God, I'm insufferable. Um. Anyway. Hux, he does the alien shrooms and and has becomes an extreme fascist libertarian. Um, Hux decides he is the perfect thing. Um, Hux took control of one of the transport vehicles and sent it off a cliff. It crashed and burned. And Hux extracted DNA from the human corpse and returned it to the cloning hub to begin his newly conceived design. Now, let, two things. One, Hux has decided I am perfect, but I am as an artificial being, I am perfect. Therefore, I'm going to collect DNA from all of the people on this base, use one of the cloning tubes to make a perfect body for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be the, the it will use alien parts from this ruin and genetic code to make the perfect being um but also he's gonna kill everyone in the most cartoonish like <laughs> incidents possible like sending them off a cliff a little bit like, um, like 60s he, batman villain kind of uh, tactics here <laughs> he gets really mad that the other a7s are protect are designed to protect the human so uh it goes and like deactivates all of them in the night while the humans sleep it destroyed them and moved on to take control of the life support system in the human shelter many of the humans perished six and all before they were cremated hux extracted and added the organic matter to its design so it should be pointed out i can't remember if we said this in front of Kara or not um throughout the lore hux has he it mm-hmm. and they pronouns used in here mm-hmm I question the veracity of saying this is an intentional right, writing decision. Yeah. Right. My theory is they did one and then went to change to another and didn't fully grab all of them. Control F. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, that can that can hurt you. Um, <laughs> especially the word as small as he or they. Um, I. It feels like when it uses the word it, it is describing Hux as the mm-hmm. machine being. Yeah. Um, and like he and behavior also refers to Hux as he. Um, so I don't know. I feel like it. It, it isn't its, but it yeah. could be they or he. 
my my read would be you would want your AI villain character to be its to make to other it a bit more. Yeah, but, I, that, but that also does bring up the the using its as pronouns yeah. of the yes. like a lot of folks a lot of trans folks don't don't want to use it because it makes it that that otherness yeah. that yes. that monstrosity. But there are specific trans people who yeah. embrace it. There um, are people who embrace it for real, and there are those who make their pronouns on Twitter she slash it for the shit joke, like, which mm-hmm. like props to you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Listen, if someone tells yeah. me their pronouns are attacked and helicopter, we'll I will do it. I don't respect your identity. Damn it. More expensive. I will accept accept helicopter's identity, no matter if if attack wants me to or not. God damn it! I think that's the second or third time we've made this exact point too, where Cole has then placed the pronouns into the sentence. <laughs> I like, was like, which one? Let's see. A high-pitched whining made Huck's wince. It was getting used to the heightened senses of its new body that its new body afforded, and found itself confused, overwhelmed, just for a moment. But in that moment, the human slipped away, and everything changed. It didn't process the next few moments as excruciating pain suddenly surged through it, and it helplessly watched oh. its skin melt away. With a terrible shriek, Huck's chased Gabriel through a wall of darkness to make sure every last remainder of the species had, it had, uh, that had created it was erased from existence. Which means the singularity you're looking at here, Mr. Potato Head himself, is supposed to have alien tech in him, and this is melted flesh from the explosion. <laughs> But this all looks yeah. like Earth tech. You know what I mean? It's all like alien 1970s, like, little, like retrofuture shit on the outside. Shoulder situation, like way too much biofreeze or whatever the fuck happened there. I'm like, he, yeah, yeah. That's I will say the the sh- the the frozen like crystal stuff does give me a, um, like it's a halo. Hard, yeah, um, yeah. So it does. I think to me, it does feel like he was designed on Earth and shoved yeah. crystals in him. So like, I think it checks out. I just. Yeah. Instead of being a new body, if it was just like additions to the body or something yeah. like that, you know I mean? the idea that it's a new body just kind of sells me that it should look completely alien. Yes. Um, or that it didn't get to get in the body, like the body gets destroyed mm-hmm. like that, and it didn't get to port over. It, unless, unless the flesh it had before it was lit on fire was, was enough to cover everything. <laughs> yeah. In which case, what the fuck did it look right. like? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, oh boy. So, <laughs> after after all this uh, whinging, yeah. uh, Caro, does the singularity's lore make it? I mean, it doesn't make it less interesting. Um, no, I mean, it's 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 you know, look, it's, who who, I feel like I've read the story several times. You know, like I've heard it yeah. before, uh-huh. and I've heard the bits and pieces used in different ways. Um, it's not bad or terrible. It's just not overly like original and inspired, and like I, I'm not like tuning into it, but I'll watch it if it's on, kind of thing. Here's a you'll find a Discord a link to a minute forty one seconds of audio. We're gonna we're gonna wheel out the TV. <gasps> Remember when teachers would wheel out the giant TV like. on the cart? I miss those days. That's how you know fucking build my design. It was great. No. Um, whenever you palette stun Hux, there are several options of lines that can play, which include stuff like uh, can't see vision compromise, but you also get like him threatening this is not possible uh you'll suffer more for that like he's real upset he's forgetting about this uh the oh uh, we will get to it in the slides but uh, there is an alien devarka is a map we did get a map it looks pretty goofy because they had this dead by daylight designing an alien planet but we'll warm take it. avatar we take those. whatever the planet was <laughs> warm colors <laughs> but in the in the way that um eugenics keeps following us through the show whenever you pick up survivor sometimes uh hux will comment something like gene integrity percent uh, genes viable mm-hmm. uh i don't know if the percentages are tied to any specific survivors because some survivors have better gene integrity than others and that's a real fucking risky bet if those yeah, are attached to them i have not seen if it's like randomly generated uh, i hope it's randomly generated also it might be like it could be at so many you've hooked the number goes up mm. that oh, could be the thing where it's like because there's like three or four of them so it might link to just like how many times you've hooked survivors that match i hope that's the case uh and it's not like claudette has a different number than fucking like meg uh, and as you can see, this this gameplay, like you just got this little, you got a little hook. I'm really looking forward to not like, talking about Eugenics as often as me. <laughs> Good news, it only comes up like once in the next okay. game we talk about, and it's because there's a literal oh, Nazi. Great. Um, uh, maybe not literal I mean, Nazi, but if, strongly if you're close implied to be, like, Nazi. Kind of a Nazi. Just, that's a literal. We're, we're there. He is so German. He sounds oh, like he's so like. He's, he, this is also part of a team of they're all fucking idiots. They're, like, they're, like, they're all psychos. Uh, like, not like in a demeaning way, but in a it is made to be over the top and they're making bad people. Dumbasses, parentheses, endearing. Yeah. Anyway. Dead by Daylight Realms. Uh, we, the realm for this one is Devarka Deepwood. I like it. Uh, I want to grab the lore for this real quick because it is fun and it's 
a sign that maybe future original maps will also have a fair amount of lore. Um, the landing was a promise for humanity to rebuild on a new planet. The climate resources were ideal to start anew until all went wrong, and a new life form takes over and has no con connection to humanity. The environment has split in two distinct biomes: a rocky and bare area that will give players a more open space to explore, and a destroyed vehicle encased in spiky rock serves as a testament of a fierce battle that, could, that now serves as a landmark. On the opposite side of a map is a lush and bushy jungle uh, that will give the players a cla claustrophobic feeling even outside. The vegetation, although menacing, can be used by the survivors to hide and wait for the real threat to pass by. Between the two biomes is the Toba Landing, now a desolate remnant of what was once a second chance of life. Now a carcass of advanced technology. Players will be able to explore every level from underneath all the way to the top of the structure. This planet looks wild and untouched, but the more you look around, it is possible to notice a civilization once thrived and left evidence of its presence on some familiar elements, such as the shack and the exit gate. Wildlife is present in the environment and a good guide to help players find their way around. I don't know if there are actual crows in this because I haven't played this map yet, unfortunately, but it would be funny if there were alien crows. I have not seen crows, no. I hear about alien crows now. <laughs> Instead of Kaj walk, they did it backwards. It's very mechanical. Uh, I do love the trivia. The trivia, the singularity is the first killer from the future. Mm -hmm. And the map is the first map that is not of Earth. Right. Um, when controlling a bipod, the hut displays a string of binary numbers which can be converted into ASCII to spell entity. That's good. That, I like that detail. That's the kind of details we love to see. Like, that mm -hmm. is the shit that is cool in Dead by Daylight. I, I know I bitch about stuff in Dead by Daylight, but that's fucking cool. Keep doing that. Now let's talk about, I'm not going to say my opinions on the Mori, but we're going to look at the Mori and then we're going to talk about it. Uh, once there is not a child with a viewing range. He's, he's not paying a lick of attention. He's singing to himself. <laughs> not looking at the screen. I was going to say, this is a rough one. All right, here goes Gabe. Uh, you're not hearing the audio, so I'll just say uh, the entity or the, the, the singularity swipes at the survivor and says, it will be fast. It might oh, be painless. My. So he gets <gasps> you the hook. He pulls you up real close. He pulls you up by the face and says, die fast. Oh. <gasps> and then you get stabbed oh, in the, the skull. Body. Your eyes roll up. And then he injects acid into your face. And then your face melts off. He injects acid into your face uh, and it melts off. You know what? Okay. This is a tangent, and I apologize. But there is, well, there was, <laughs> okay. a, um, there was a case ages ago, and I, I cannot remember the name of the man involved, but it was like a radiation poisoning case, and they just kept this man alive way, way past mm. the expiration date. And it was awful, and like yeah. the skin was falling off and stuff. And it's like, mm, every time we've mentioned uh, bodies melting, it's that's what comes to mind. And I was like, Ugh. Some sort of firefighter yeah, looking like, shit. It's yeah. horrifying. Yeah. And just the, the imagery of that is bad enough, and then the knowledge that it kind of has happened oh, yeah. in real life. On multiple occasions. So much worse. So much worse. Nutella sandwich? I can get you a Nutella sandwich. I cannot believe I have to think about food right now. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we take a five minute? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. Actually, he's bringing me the butter knife so I can do it right here. <laughs> I enjoy that you had the bread. I have the bread. Nutella, we are ready. This is parenting. We are ready. I think this might be, if not the, it's one of one of the best more than Dead by Daylight. By far. I was reading um how they did it because yeah. a lot of the uh, a lot of the Complaints, not a lot, but some of the complaints I've seen about Moria is they're not gruesome enough for Yeah, because you have to change the texture. Yeah, because you can't like rip off limbs or anything because that would be a separate model you'd have to do. Uh, but the acid eating you can do because it's just a layer over sense. the original model. I, so mm -hmm. <laughs> I appreciate the dichotomy of us talking about this while Caro is preparing I'm just to make uh -huh. a Nutella sandwich for my child who was blissfully unaware of everything we're talking about. Thank yeah, thankfully I mean, unaware of this weird shit we talked about. He's got his headphones on, he doesn't care. It's fine. <laughs> uh, kids well, and they phone keeps, up and just say, holy cannoli over and over, so he's listening to something I'm unaware of. Truly the best possible option. Fashion show. Yeah. Not to disappoint, but there's not a lot of skins for uh, Singularity just yet. Nah. There's a little too new. There's also not bonus lore. I really like this tailor, but also he's friendly. <laughs> yeah, he's not scary enough. He's not scary. It's it's such a different definition of what friendship yeah. looks like. Like just a vastly <laughs> different idea I mean, of what friendship is. You know, Cole is also uh, possibly saying friendship with a little like sly emoji. No, friend. like don't get me wrong. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, porn artists have given him the biggest swing and dick. But like, you know, he got he has the round head. He has the like kid hand claw grabby thing. He, yeah. you know, he's a little he's a little dorky when he runs. He, you know, he, he do be a little, little rickety. Oh, is he rickety like me in the morning when I'm just like my limbs are just not fully in my control and I'm like a little drunk baby deer. A little bit. It, he feels he feels too big for his oh. body. Okay, that's kind of endearing. He boot too big for a goddamn feet. Oh, he's like a puppy with big balls. Yeah, he also makes a lot of like like there's a lot of like. A lot servo of, sounds to his yes. moving, a lot of clunky metal. You can hear the parts compress and expand, and he doesn't sound oh, well. Oh, he's just clanking no. apart. I know that feeling, buddy. That's me too. That's just, yes. That's yeah. just <laughs> so you got your classic, like, change the color reskins, but they're all, like, just sort of vaguely changing the part colors, not the skin color. And since the purple is the dominant color, you don't really notice the difference. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's a rust variant, which interesting. It, I like yeah, it. it doesn't scream rust to me, but except for on the, the sword, but that's whatever. Also, the description doesn't say rust. It says mototype. Hawks A713 sought perfection in many forms. So it just kind of looks like he made himself shittier. <laughs> And then there are recolors of rust to make it yellow rust, or just sort of like he's got some blue highlights that looks like they almost made a trans flag. <laughs> the wrong colors. Mm -hmm. 
Now, there is a DLC pack of uh, Singularity and Gabriel where <clears throat> uh, they have like a 1960s sci-fi aesthetic where Gabriel's got like a spaceman uniform. Uh, and Singularity is kind of like a corrupt alien infected spaceman suit one. robot situation. I'm very into it. Mm -hmm. This one is sure. also friend-shaped. I'm not sure. You got wide definition. <laughs> <friend -shaped laughs> uh, yeah, no, if I can't hug it, that's not friend-shaped to me. You can, but only it. once. I'm not necessarily sure. <laughs> How are they going to do blight? Like, it's, how do you blight a fire robot? I think blight, they're going to focus more on the skin and not mm. the hardware. Yeah. I guess yeah, the, the software versus the hardware. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Anyways. Um, okay, I gotcha. Anyway, that's the fashion show. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. I like him. All right. Uh, now we move on for one final time in the series. Uh, Cole's horny corner, which I'm sure is brief <laughs> this time. Hold on. Let me let me make something a little bit more readable. Um, there we go. Hux uh, A713. Elon Musk and Grimes would be proud. The worst crossover of Mr. Potato Head and Spot from Boston Dynamics. <laughs> You've ruined a perfectly good murder pot. Look at it. It's not anxiety. Um, uh, um, hot, hot friend. Um, so a seven on sexy, a, a three on, uh, excuse me, a seven on scary, a three on sexy. Um, <laughs> Do you think if things got a little, uh, maybe start whirring like when your laptop overheats? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> external fans just kick in. Um, uh, love his more to death. I think it is a very fun breath of fresh air or acid. Um, uh, 10 out of 10. Um, overall score of a 62. Uh, like I said, he's great. He's very fun, but also friend shaped. So, you know. That's where we're at. Uh, what does uh, Rule 34 think of him? There's one thing, Aww. and it is uh, it is an issue of the comic Bread by Daylight that we've seen several times mm. around here. In this one, Plague is, um, at, Plague asks Singularity if it has a dick, and then, uh, like, there's a there's a later on, and then Anna shows up, and she, she says to Anna, Mama's making herself a sex doll, um, and Singularity has acquired a dick after <laughs> being asked about fuckability, and it's like, it's like, it can have sex, not right now. Uh, and then Anna sucks the dick, and the joke is, uh, she immediately just goes, that's Caleb's dick. I can, I can tell by the taste. <laughs> and like, uh, Singularity is busted for having killed Deathslinger and stolen his cock. <laughs> and these, these are the comedic hijinks on Bread by Daylight, the uh, number one comic for Red by Daylight, Red by Daylight characters on Rule34.xxx. Alright, uh, Archive of Our Own uh, has 12. Um, most of them are shipping the Singularity with the reader, uh, which I think is very cute. Um, Friendship. Yeah, he's friend-shaped. Um, that, and also with him and Gabriel, uh, though I think those tend to be more with graphic depictions of violence and Raper Noncon. Yeah, um, yeah uh, a lot of robots fucking people. Congratulations. And apparently cuddling. Uh, I feel like Singularity's not a call the next morning or pancakes the next day kind of guy. <laughs> so you're not, you're not getting a text that afternoon. <laughs> oh, right. a lot of breeding kink. That's fun. It do be happening. Mm -hmm. Also, breeding people will find a way to get that in there somehow. That's kind of their thing. Uh, we now, for the final time, until another one comes out, we for the final time for now, we, uh, we rank a killer in Dead by Daylight, and then I'll go through the rankings from worst to best. But first, we got to figure out where to shoehorn in old each one. Or mm -hmm. H-U-X-A-7-13. Wish.com Hal, though. Does Wish.com mm -hmm. Hal, we're just going to go for the middle of the pack first, is he cooler than Deathslinger? Ah, uh, that, that, that feels like comparing apples to oranges. Right. Because it's a Western versus sci-fi. Space Cowboys. Like, Space Cowboys. Cowboys. Space Cowboys. 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 No, watch Trigon. Never mind. Fucking yes, Trigon. Um, oh. See, the thing That's, is, I think, he's, I think he's cooler than the Knight, but I don't think he's cooler than Dredge. Mm. Interesting. So he just barely... Would not be in the top ten, uh, but that's I don't know. What do How we feel, Carol? This is our one contentious art vote. I know. Oh, I'm not like overly into him. Um, mm. Like I, I'm. Is he cooler than artist? No, I like artist better. Yeah. There we go. At number thirteen. Oh, ah, I didn't do that one on purpose. No, we gotta change that. Damn it. I, I was, I was, I was hoping <laughs> it would land there, uh, but I did not influence the vote. I can't at see all. it. So um, I know where it is. I got the font uh, real small on the screen, so they can't tell where I was on the list. Um, so let's go through all thirty-two real quick. At number thirty-two, having locked down the last place and kept it the entire fucking time. It's the one character we can't play because you can't acquire this one anymore. It's Demogorgon. Uh, then we have everyone's favorite pedophile, Jeez. Freddy Krueger, from the 10 movie version. Uh, Hillbilly, who is woefully fucked over by his mm -hmm, own war. Mm -hmm. The Doctor, our, fa our fascist Doctor. Our, our um, fascist, uh, uh, what is it called when flashing lights put you into a shock? Seizure. Uh, our, our favorite seizure warning. Yeah. Uh, we got Wesker. Uh, he, he may only have seven minutes for you, but we have no minutes for him. Uh, <laughs> Pinhead. Uh, we did not come. <laughs> we did, we, uh, he might have came, but we didn't, and he's down at 27. Underneath, Nemesis, who is one of the funniest killers in the game purely because he just punches the survivors. Mm -hmm. So he may be 27, he may be 26 on our ranking, but he's like fifth in my heart. Uh, <laughs> Legion, 
Could have been cool. Could've Not been cool. like a supernatural yeah. in there, though. Could have been cool. Could have been good. Uh, the twins? You know. Could have uh, been cool, but janky to hell. Apparently, they're going to be fixing the twins in 2025. Sure. Cool. <laughs> they also said in the AMA something online, like, Freddy's on our list of killers to rework or whatever the fuck. It's like, okay, behavior. Um, mm-hmm. Then we've got at number 23, one of the other unlucky numbers. We've got The Blight. He's scaring Jim Carrey. A, a cooler lore than he does anything else. Anything else. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Michael Myers. The Mikhail Myers. The Mikhail Myers. And number 21, one of my favorites to play. For, the clown. First in my heart, the clown. <laughs> the clown's amazing. Uh, if the last sound of any Red by Daylight episode, if the last ever Red by Daylight episode was just the clown's MP3 uh, and him laughing, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and number 20, The Pig. Uh, the Pig has been kind of like one of the she hasn't really moved percentage-wise. But we've used her to judge others. She's the anchor. There's mm-hmm. like three or four killers in here who just became locked at that mm-hmm. percentage point. Um, we've got the pig and then the skull merchant, number 19. Bad luck on her part. Could have mm-hmm. been cooler. Uh, anime nerd, manga nerd, weird way to take your, uh-huh. your cyberpunk killer, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, pyramid head, middle of the pack. Yeah, fits in, yeah. fits in the 18. Sexy shirtless guy with a giant sword. Love, love to see it. Uh, somebody who's none of those things is Sonico. <laughs> the exact opposite. <laughs> at number 17, which I think is also how old she is in the original movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, accidentally. I think she's 19. I think Damn she's 19. Knock um, her down two places. <laughs> yeah, really. just for that. Just for that. Then number 16, Yeehaw, it's Caleb with his dick <laughs> at this point. Because uh, <laughs> Red Bunny is not canon. Oh, boy. Uh, whether it works or not is up for interpretation because he is a cowboy in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Plague at number 15, almost middle of the pack. Mm. She's better than average. Or, or Vami Mummy, I guess. Vami Mummy, right in there. Uh, number 14, The Knight. Uh, bros before other bros, <laughs> I guess. Uh, at number 13, Unlucky 13 is a singularity. Number 12, The Artist, we like. It is a her lore is a sign that they just kind of googled shit about Chile and really mm-hmm. about how big the country was. Uh, Dredge at number eleven, who I love dearly. Uh, but honestly, if I think it's a Dredge walk so that Singularity's design could run situation, yeah. I think they got their zoomies out with Dredge and then sort of refined down the goop design situation a little bit, and that's how they were able to pull off Singularity's look a little bit more. Although they did make him bright purple. Um, then we've got the Trickster, the one that's meant to be sexy, designed probably, to be sexy, designed to be sexy at number ten on our kind of horny Dead by Daylight show. Who would have thought? All right, so now we're in the top ten. Here's where shit gets real because some of these people have been here since the beginning, so it might not be surprising to <laughs> uh-huh. listeners of the show, but. It's our victory lap. Number nine is the hag. She deserved yeah. better in yes. many ways. Yes. Um, spirit, she deserved better in, in many ways. ways. Nurse, fucker, uh, but d- still. D- nurse deserved so much better in many ways. Well, as a sign of how much video games evolved, when we first started recording this, Nurse bitched about constantly on the subreddit. Mm-hmm. Nurse was such a hot topic, and it was around the time when they took her away for a little bit because she was broken and brought her back. They realized what they missed. They realized what they missed, and like no one really seems to be bitching about Nurse anymore. No. Like they calmed down. Uh, we've got Oni at number six. He's cool, more mm-hmm. wise. To make up the fact he's kind of weird to play. Yes. Trapper at number five. The first man and. He's there. He's he's he's, he's there. He's present. number five mainly because he was one of the first, and he's like he's Jason Voorhees. Like yeah. Wish.com Jason Voorhees in a game full of Wish.com versions of but horror I think, movies. But I think does Jason a bit better. Um, uh, the breathing in the mask cannot mm-hmm. be undersold for how impactful it is when you're playing as him. That mm-hmm. he does feel creepy as mm-hmm. when you're playing as the killer. Because you're playing as some of these other killers, it's like goofy. Like I said with Nemesis, yeah. you're fucking punching people. Um, but with Trapper, you got that like breathing against the mask and the the grunting, and it just makes him sound it others him without doing any weird racist shit or anything like that. It just they figure out a way to make him sound like an elemental force, but it's just a dude yeah. in overalls uh, with metal in him for reasons we never explained. Uh, number four, the horniest man uh, on the block. We got Ghostface. Uh, he got me. <laughs> he got me. Uh, <laughs> number three, the the one of the biggest he did nothing wrongs of this game. The Wraith did, did nothing, nothing wrong. wrong. My good friend Philip, <laughs> he did nothing wrong. He did like, the right li- thing. Li- li- um, I, mm, I'm not gonna open that back up because I will get mad. We did nothing wrong. Debating Wraith. Not debating. Just screaming for justice. Wraith got fucked. Uh, number two, uh, we have Leatherface, a.k.a. Hillbilly, but with the rights this time. Uh-huh. It turns out their second go at Hillbilly. Let them do it better. Yep. And number one, we know her, we love her. She's been here since the start. We Can't live rig- without her. <laughs> What's the quote from the Vegas? Uh, another personal kid, the game was rigged from the start. Uh-huh. <laughs> number one, it's Huntress, yes. our dear, dear Anna. Mm-hmm. She's always mm-hmm. there for us in the woods, waiting, watching. And with that, that's 32 killers. So we have done 32 hey. episodes. This is a podcast that finished. It is not as a rarity. <laughs> we did it, y'all. It is possible. We're going to recommend some media stuff in a moment, but to talk about the future a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to do one bonus of Red by Daylight where we do Smash or Pass on Survivors because there are too many fucking Survivors to uh-huh. do a season on. And their <laughs> work, frankly, is a little milk toast a lot of the time. It's it's okay. It's fine. It's not. There's good stuff in there, but it's not like enough to justify. And the, the minute differences in play styles... Because are enough to 
Survivors don't have in each killer because of how their weapons work and how their powers work. They are uniquely different. Survivors, mm-hmm. once you unlock their perks, for everybody, you can just use any perk. You're identical. It's it's, it's mm-hmm. a skin. It's a, it's a cosmetic at that point. Um, which it, it makes sense from how the game is built, but doesn't make sense from a podcast perspective. Not so we will right. be doing Smasher Pass once I figure out how to do that. <laughs> and uh, I just have to download everybody's headshot. Or we'll just go into the game and I'll click through everyone. Um, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. We'll do that. But then after that, after a shmeet, a wee little break, we'll be talking about another game. Uh, the, the, we're gonna do a smaller game with a small host of characters with lore before we do a big game, which is way too big. It's too many characters. <laughs> uh-huh. more. It'll be fun. And we won't have controversial takes about the company that makes that game. No, absolutely no, no, not. Zero percent. Not in the slightest. Less eugenics, perhaps. There will be, there will be some less. in Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. There's Moira and... I'm sure some of the new characters have, have something to Because there's literally a bad yeah. guy team. Like, there's, yes, there, there are some bad guys in that. In that Doomfist is controversial, but I forget why. Um, we'll get into it. I mean, I guess technically would have made her, but that's more of a, that's more of a um, Black Widow type of thing. It's um, French people, you know. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, <laughs> yeah. They're a mystery. So, media recommendations, Kara, um, do you Yeah, have season two of The Bear. It's fantastic. Um, yeah. it, it does mean that I have to shelve an entire uh, three-season podcast that I wrote. Um, it was good. good. I'm very I sad. Um, you don't have to shelve. You have to wait, have to wait a while to do some heavy edits. Uh, but, yeah, I just didn't know what was coming in season two, and it turns out it was a lot of what I wrote. Um, turns out you should have been writing for Hulu. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, it's, it's really, really good. It's, um, I love season one, and I was like, I don't know how they're going to follow it up and top this, because it was so good. And, I mean, I think they did a fantastic job. Um, it's, I like the way they expanded on characters uh, from season one that didn't get a ton of uh, screen time. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. If you haven't watched The Bear, by the way, like you really should. Um, it's a really good, good fucking show. show. I will say though, as a heads up, if you work in the restaurant industry, any kind of food service industry, it, oh, yeah. I, one of my coworkers at the bakery, mm-hmm. she's no, she really I cannot actually watch the show. And there's one episode in season one where it's all done in one shot. It's very chaotic and very stressful. And she, she said, I literally, after like three minutes of hearing that ticket sound printing, the, yeah, yeah, the, the, the mm-hmm. episode oh, yeah. Oh, God, was, God. It's so good. But, oh. And I love how that's that, that's. I want to go back and rewatch that specific episode just because I love that it's all done almost yeah. all in one take. They, they make um, it look like it's a Birdman situation. It's really good. It's done really well, and it's. It is a heart attack mm-hmm. from minute one to minute however fun long that episode yeah, is. Yeah, they did such a good job of it. Like, it feels very real. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I've been in this situation. I've seen these yeah. guys. I've met the, where it's like, Marcus, I love you. If you don't stop fucking around with the donut and get to work, you know, like, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, stop. And like, we've all been in that where there's like some annoying sound or some obnoxious something. Like, at my workplace lately, it's been that the AC in the kitchen, just in the kitchen, has been out, which is not where you want the yeah. AC to be out. I, we have a tilt skillet mm-hmm. and the yeah, so, yeah. yeah. so it was 81 degrees and steamy, which was just. I, uh, I used to work at I used to work at mm-hmm. Sonic, and the buzzer for "Hey, you have a customer in" was the same as oh my God. toaster. Oh, oh, never oh, make toast again. <laughs> and so I, I n- oh. nope, I st- just could not use it anytime I had mm-hmm. to warm something up. Yeah, microwave. sounds like like the sound of the boop at a checkout. I mean, like they mm-hmm. will take you right back to the worst day. Um, mm-hmm. And the sound mm-hmm. of the ticket printing uh, over and over um, mm-hmm. was just apparently was too much for her. She was like, I, I couldn't do it because I've heard that sound too many times. This is traumatic. There's that um, there's that sound that uh, fryers make that you've heard it in every McDonald's. Everyone is um. That somebody on TikTok like composited the shit through those over each other in a lot of different beats as if it sounds like a really busy kitchen. And then that became a viral sound. And there were so many comments on every video I saw though where people were just like who worked in the service industry were just like, Jesus Christ, this sound. Yeah. It is it, it sounds like hell because it's like five things. And it's an entire episode once. like that. And it's but it's done and it's so yeah. good. Um but yeah. Also shout out to the bear for pissing off a hoity toity like the capital C chef uh, mm-hmm. for saying it is like a really unrealistic show and everyone ever is clowning on him for like you're upset you were consulted or something, right? Yeah, because like this the show's a yeah, documentary. Everyone I have talked to who has worked in those kinds of kitchens or anywhere anything similar is like, no, this is so accurate, it's actually eerie. Um and I love that because it's like I don't know. I, 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 on the one hand, I'm not gonna be like, oh, you have to know every single detail about every single thing before you write about it. Like that is a little ridiculous. Also, experience is gonna vary. Um, but, but I love when something is that accurate, and you can look at it and be like, oh, this mm-hmm. is what it's like. And you can tell it's yeah. well researched. And I also mm-hmm. love that a lot of the actors on the show I haven't seen in a ton of stuff before. Like it's cool to see like fresh, <laughs> fresh fur, fresh faces. Um, Ethan, honey, honey. I know you got your headphones on. Can you bring it down a little bit? Thank you. I love you. Okay. Um, I'm talking about Carnegie. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, season two I thought built really well on what season one had you know, mm-hmm. laid the foundation for. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really good show. It's also like, I love an ensemble. I'm a sucker for an ensemble. This one has a really good ensemble. Um, yeah, it's a fantastic yeah. Mm-hmm. group. So yeah, go watch The Bear. It's really good. And even if you watch it, like, watch it again. Right, why not? And then go find the tweet and from the person talk- living in Chicago who realized they're living oh! in Carnegie's apartment. I was just going to go find the chef and dog. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, you, you know where he's got the, he's got like the, in the first or second episode, you see like the bullshit transparent like whiteboard yeah. thing that mm-hmm. no one actually owns. Um, the corner he's got that in is where they had their TV and they just realized like looking to the right, like they have the same layout <laughs> <laughs> I do think yeah, whiteboards, like clear whiteboards. Like I, I kind of want. They are cool. One. They're very cool, mm-hmm. but they feel like a thing TV made up. Because it makes for good shots. But like, I want one. <laughs> cool. What you got? I 
so I haven't really been reading anything that I would personally recommend to yeah. people. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do. I'm gonna down up. in the deep triple X area. <laughs> no, just nothing like spice. There's fun with that spice. Yeah, nothing. I've been reading a lot of spice, but nothing that's like good spice. Um, so yeah, I'm actually right. gonna recommend. We talked about him a little bit earlier, I think off mic, but I'm gonna recommend Anthony Padilla. Yes. Um, for those who don't know Anthony Padilla, he was one of the first two people to create Smosh. Um, uh, and then you know they grew up, and he realized that he didn't want to do Smosh forever, especially since they got bought out by a company that didn't really know what Smosh was. Um, and so he broke off and formed his own channel that has now become a very good interview channel. Oh, I know um, what you're talking about. Okay. And he like, <laughs> yes. yes. Um, uh, and he goes through and interviews. He's been doing a lot of like YouTube people lately, but he's interviewed um, people with uh, like autism or DID. Uh, he's interviewed people who were like sex trafficking survivors, or he did uh, a really interesting one that was about um, plane crash survivors. Um, yeah, he's talked with folks with like uh, who have survived serial killers or people with dwarfism or just people from all walks of life. And he does it in a way that feels very respectful. Like even though Smosh was very much a doofy, haha, take the piss out of everything channel, it is a complete, I think, like 180 um, in what he has done and the, the channel that he's created. Um, highly recommend it. But his name again is Anthony Padilla. Um, Anthony is A N T H O N Y. Padilla is spelled like Quesadilla. It's P A D. I-L-L-A. Um, and I do want to shout out his merch channel is padildo.com. <laughs> I saw like, clips of his interviews floating around on like, TikTok mm-hmm. and shorts on YouTube that they apparently is a thing now. Um, and from what little bits I've seen, it, it looks really interesting. Um, I think I might have subscribed. Yeah. Um, I saw that he interviewed like, Mark Plyer or something and made him cry. <laughs> uh, that was the clip that I saw. I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he he is uh, he's a really good inter- interviewer. You can tell he like connects well with the people he's talking to and gives them space to tell their story and things like that. And I, for, I was not a, a longtime fan of Smosh. I only you know watched him when YouTube was first starting. But seeing how far he has come from the like dorky little fifteen year old yeah. to now this grown adult uh, is is very cool. And now for uh, my final recommendation. Yeah, what you got? Uh, uh, just, just one more thing. Uh, we're gonna. <laughs> uh, there it is. Uh, uh, we're, I'm recommending Columbo oh, because yeah. I started watching Columbo yesterday. Now I've seen six of them. Six um, for those. For those who have only experienced Columbo through Twitter gifts and people yep. imitating Peter Falk, usually <laughs> saying the phrase, just one more thing. Um, Peter Falk is an amazing actor, first mm-hmm. off. Uh, second off, Columbo is a inversion of the detective story. It is the opposite of a whodunit, wh- where you see the crime happen in its entirety as the cold open. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like a CSI way where there's like something questionable and you wouldn't be able to figure it out. Literally, you watch the murderer do the murder, cover their tracks, and then seemingly get away scot-free. And then Columbo is the LAPD detective, a cab except for Peter Falk. Um, <laughs> You see him show up, and he's this shabby, like, guy in a, in a duster jacket that's or an overcoat that's always, like, wrinkled to shit. He drives a shitbox car that I think the prop department puts extra dust on before he pulls in the first time every time. Um, he's just this guy who walks around, and he plays himself an oaf. He's always talking about shit that does not matter at all. Um, and he basically worms his way. He's a really smart detective who just plays an idiot and worms his way into figuring out what the fuck happened. And um, people's hearts. He frequently will have a conversation where he'll be like, all right, all right, I'm leaving. And then he'll start walking out of the room. Oh, just one more thing. And then he'll ask the question that fucks them in that conversation. Um, frequently, the killers, like, are egotistical dicks who and mm-hmm. will have, like, a, you know, Columbo, you're a cool guy. And then they'll, like, go for drinks with him and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's wild. Um, there's also a trend forming in the episodes I'm on where uh, they keep taking Columbo on their personal form of transport that he doesn't like. So in one, it's a pilot takes him on her plane. <laughs> and in the next one, it's a guy with a yacht and he takes him, like, a mile oh, out in the ocean and it's clear Columbo does not have sea legs. Is he still in, like, the uh, coat on the yacht? Because that. <laughs> Here's the, the coat does not come off. The coat, the coat stays on. Stays on. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I've like, literally never seen a picture of him in any other form, and I was like, mm-hmm. I love this. Like, I love it. I'm so into this. Look. The third episode, uh, which might be a fun first episode for people. There's, uh, let's see, Columbo is an interesting thing in that it is technically a TV show, um, but what happened was they made a TV movie. Where it was just here's Peter Falk playing a detective. His name's Columbo, and we're gonna do it in reverse. Where there's you see the murder, and then you see the guy. Mm-hmm. He's a psychiatrist, and he's like really full of himself because he does cover every base except one. Um, he, you, you see this movie happen. It's really good. People really respond well to it, and then they make another Columbo movie, and then it turns into like we should just keep making these. So it turned into like the semi. Then it downshifts into seventy five minute TV movies that are technically in a series, and it's just like tune in another month, and there'll be another Columbo, and that, that's just how it worked. Uh, let me look up the one that Steven Spielberg directed uh, because I only found out Steven Spielberg directed it at the end when it goes directed by Steven Spielberg. What the fuck? Uh, but it's a pretty good one because the murderer is a mystery novelist. 
So by what Google thinks is season one, episode one, because this is technically when the TV show format started, but there's a couple movies before. The the episode is called Murder by the Book, and it's about the uh, there's a duo mystery writer novel team that have written like 25 books about a, 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 a murder she wrote style character. Um, one of them kills the other using a very mystery book esque way of pulling off the murder. Uh, he's an asshole. He's awesome. He's a really good villain, uh, and it is it is a TV episode directed by Spielberg, so it's like pretty solid. The the, the stylization of people talk about it a lot, but like Columbo has good editing and like really stylistic shots and shit. It's weird. It's weird how high quality mm-hmm. it is for a thing that's just remembered for uh, just one more thing. You are a, a mildly autistic private detective. A mildly autistic private detective with a glass eye, uh, mm-hmm. which has caused generations of people doing really weird impersonations of uh, their impressions of Peter Falk, usually involved doing weird eye shit, which I feel like we don't need to. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, also he's got a cigar at all times, and there's a phase early on where he switches from uh, brown cigars to green ones, which I did not know were a thing. Yeah. Uh, green cigars are disgusting looking <laughs> at all times, and he's constantly. Because it looks like them. just a giant beast turd. Like he he will be somewhere he can't smoke and still be chewing on it, and then he'll light it when the person who tells him he can't smoke fucking leaves the room. Columbo's an asshole, and I love him. And that's that's the end of that recommendation. Well, that's a good. And that's 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 the end of the show. Oh, and that's the end of the show. Oh, that feels good. <laughs> Thank you everyone so much for listening. We are 32 episodes in this nice. sense. Uh, 33 episodes because we did have episode zero. Te- technically. Um, we will see you. If you want more uh, Dead by Daylight fun, we'll see you in the Smash or Pass Survivor special. <laughs> uh, if you are at all interested in the video game in- interactive uh, application Team Fortress 2, that's what we'll be talking about yeah. next. We're going to do uh, 18 full episodes of each member. Of- We're totally not going to do nine and then I break Cole's heart. It's <laughs> <laughs> totally not what's going to happen. And with that, thank you all for listening out there in the fog. We'll see you somewhere else. Bye. 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 My lord. Mm-hmm.